Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to Film Franchise Fortnights on the Cult Popshire Network. What you're about to listen to is part one of our mega Back to the Future trilogy uh, series uh, trilogy of podcasts that we did. Do you reckon it's funny if like um, they think that you're alone and then I talk and then I'm behind the microphone so they can barely hear me? Yeah, I think they'll find that real funny. Um, so as we said in the last episode, the Spongebob episode, this was originally going to be um, just one podcast. But we had so much to say that we thought, hey, instead of deleting um, all these opinions, why not just uh, put them in different episodes? So um, yeah, I hope you really enjoy. This one sort of covers... Um, how we enjoy the films and how we grew up with them. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy it. Bum, 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 ba, da, 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 da. Yeah, come on, I thought you were going to join in there. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Film Franchise Fortnite on the Cold Popture Podcast. I am very excited. Today we're talking about Back to the Future, the best franchise <laughs> of all time. And we're joined by Rowan Strang. Hi guys. Hey Rowan and Richards. Yeah, thank well. you. I was waiting for my introduction. <laughs> um, I'm Richard. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited guys. This is, I, we, we, we've been talking about how we're trying to figure out how to structure this podcast so it's not just a verbal diarrhea of us gushing for this, this movie series, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Back to the Future is probably my favourite franchise of all time. Well, it's the best one. It's the best, it's the best one. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's the most pure. I feel like there's, there's been no Back to the Future prequels trilogy that has ruined the series yeah. and, and things like that. Um, and anything that has been added has been relatively good and also relatively obscure. So it hasn't, like taken yeah it doesn't taken, nothing's ruined it exactly nothing's ruined back to the future um so yeah uh back to the future there is a trilogy of films of course um consisting of part one part two and part three um which came out in 85 89 and 1990 uh respectively and are directed by robert zemeckis produced by steven spielberg written by bob gale and robert zemeckis starring michael j fox as marty mcfly christopher lloyd as doc brown and also stars leah thompson crispin glover thomas f wilson and mary steenberg and there's various characters and various incarnations of the same characters. Yep. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, concise summation of the cast. Thank you. Do you want to do a concise summation of the, the plots? Um, well, basically, uh, Marty travels back in time by accident um, in a time machine that the Doc invented yeah. in a DeLorean. Oh, it's so funny. Um, and then he meet, he accidentally stops his parents from meeting and um, then he has to get them to fall in love. Mm. Basically, that's the first film. Uh, second film, uh, they go to the future, then they go back. And then the third film, they go to the Old West. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows these films. Everyone knows these yeah. films, so there's no point talking about them. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, no, so, um, yeah, what are you guys, what's your favourite? What's your What's your mm. least favourite? What's your, what are your thoughts? How, how, um, what is your favourite Back to the Future movie and why is it part two? 
<laughs> See, it's um, almost uh, the harder questions almost which is your least favorite. Mm, mm, yeah, but mm. to to go with favorites, I'm part one. So part one is easily my favorite. Cool. cool. Yeah. Actually, okay, like I'm interested in your guys, but your favorites is <laughs> part two. Um, for years it was part like as a purist, I can say part one is probably the best and my favorite. Mm-hmm. But then like part two is also my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, like growing up, I was part like, three's part in the corner, like <laughs> part three's like you're my third favorite. Um, <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be good. And so yeah, like part two is like I, I love the idea of doing a sequel that's this the original from a different point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that about it. And yeah. it's like and that they're kind of course correcting constantly to try and make sure that the first film happens. Yeah, yeah, and that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I agree. There. Cool. I, I mean, prior to watch rewatching the films for this podcast, yeah. if you'd said which is your favorite, I probably would have said part two. Yeah. But post watching the three films, I would put it at the bottom of the three. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, this is yeah. going to be a a, a trick into into Back to the Future. So, um, the general consensus, as taken from Rotten Tomatoes, uh, is basically yeah, first. Actually, it's first is best, third is second best, and second is is third best. <laughs> Which I think is really interesting because I've never heard that perspective Neither. before. Yeah, I would no, no, no. I would expect just because of the way the world works for the first one to be the most regarded. Yeah. For for semantics, um, the critic score for the first one is ninety six and the audience is ninety four. Uh, the critic score for part two is sixty three and the audience is eighty five. Oh. And part three, the critic score is seventy four and the audience score is seventy eight. Oh, so the audience goes one, two, three. Right. Ah, oh, yeah, true. Yeah. But critics, oh. Oh, well, it's yeah. I, I, I can see how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think Back to the Future Part Two is a truly unique film. Yes, <laughs> but is partly truly unique because it's got so many problems. It's trying to partly mm. it's inherited so many problems. Mm-hmm. Partly it creates its own problems, mm-hmm. and it is yeah. just like it's silly and it's it's yeah. great. I mean, it, yeah, it is great. But what I noticed on the big rewatch was just how much big chunks of Part Two are a piping hot mess and just don't work and so, don't, just aren't uh, in terms of what people got when they saw the first Back to the Future movie mm-hmm. part two is delivering on completely different ideas and pieces of entertainment right. and, and I, that's why I think part three almost is a return to like the simple idea of what part one is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. minus all of the really interesting I stuff. think um, what I love about part two there's so many things I love about it. I love how complicated it is. I love how you go, the first one's set in the 50s. The third one's set in the Old West. The second one is set across all these different time periods. So it's not a, there's not a constant theme to it. I guess you could say it's the future one. But even that, they're it's only, only like the it's first It's the future, you yeah, like yeah, first yeah. 10, 15 yeah. minutes. And um, yeah. I really love that um, the phrase back to the future means something different in the second one. Yeah, I... I yeah. I love the use of the title. Yeah. Cuz it's so ingrained in our heads now back to the future. It doesn't sound weird. Yeah. But like when you, I remember hearing it for the first time I was like, how do they go back to the future? Yeah, Cuz yeah, you go yeah. back in time you go to the past. And mm. it's so like it's used so beautifully. It speaks so perfectly to yeah. what the films are about. Yes. Yeah. So if, if you haven't seen the films in a long time, the first and third both are he goes to the past, they have to go back to the future or the present, right? The second film is they go to the future, someone something happens that destroys the past, so they have to go back to the past, then back to the future, then back to the past again. To It's all complicated and fixed, and they have to stop alternate timelines. I love it so much. 
<laughs> on that note, right, Back to the Future Part 1, mm-hmm. and it, it's just Back to the Future though, isn't it? It's yes, not Part yes, 1. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Back to the Future might be one of the best uses ever of the title of the film being said by a character in the film. Yeah, that yeah. moment where Doc goes, and my boy, whatever, we're sending you back, back to the future. Like, that is yeah, man. perfect. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, you know, by contrast, we saw Suicide Squad last night, and it's like, <laughs> we're some kind of Suicide Squad. It's just like, no. So the film's often, more often than not, screw that up completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Back to the Future, it, it is not just, oh, there's the title. It's like, that is a great moment. We've talked about we've talked about titles quite a bit on this podcast. And I think because since this is a podcast about the art of a franchise, titling is a very important Becomes part. a big deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember when I was a kid finding out that the ultimate title for Back to the Future Part 2 was Paradox, right? And is that like colon paradox? No, just paradox. <laughs> so Back to the Future, Paradox. Oh, yeah. Right, and I remember yeah. thinking at the time, I wish they'd called the whole series Paradox. Because it's such a better title. Now oh. I'm 23 and I'm like, no. Yeah, no like, yeah, Back yeah, to the yeah, Future yeah. is an excellent title because it, of how naturally it flows into the dialogue. Because it's because it's an inherently flawed statement. Because it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's ironic, it's funny. Do it's, you reckon that whole train of thought there is because as a kid, and I'm just partly also speaking for how I feel about the films, yeah. as a kid you watch the films and you're like, this is such an awesome science fiction adventure. Mm-hmm. And then as a plus 20 year old you go they are hilarious yeah yeah especially the first one like that is yeah so funny yeah. and it, it really is yeah i never saw them particularly as comedies as, mm. as a kid they were just yeah. amazing science fiction movies so yeah I, I have a deep appreciation for it in that respect i think because i remember i don't remember when i saw the first one i remember really liking it i remember months later my parents got the second one out on videotape for me and I was like, this is crazy. Did they film mm. like this? At the... If you go back and watch the first one, can you see Marty crawling up the top of the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the, yeah, the yeah, stage? Yeah. Like this, I was, is like, and then the third one, I fell off a shed and cut my toe open. And, <laughs> and to try and stop me from crying, my parents got me the third one out from the video show. Yeah. Right? And what, what I think I, I love about Back to the Future is I think, I, saw, I reckon I saw them when I was about seven. I reckon they were the first movies that made me fall in love with film. Like, I can't think of one before it where the everything people love about film is exemplified as as perfectly mm-hmm. and as articulately and what I love about Back to the Future. And it's hard for me to figure out how to how to word that, right? Like I've thought about this a lot, and especially with like Rick and Morty coming out and how it's a <laughs> it's a very thinly veiled parody of Back yeah. to the Future. Um, and what I what I think I like most about Back to the Future um, and the way Robert Zemeckis directed it, which I haven't seen done in any other movie except for maybe Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is also a Zemeckis film, um, is that these movies are like real-life cartoons, right? I've thought about what I like most about yeah. the series. Mm. It's not necessarily the story, though that is great. It's not necessarily the, the direction. It's not necessarily the cinematography, which is okay. Like, it's the acting, it's the delivery of lines. It's the characters. Yeah, it's, it's the characters. But, off, yeah. but how they deliver those lines. It's how they deliver lines like, you're George McFly. You know, it's the cadence <laughs> in his voice. It's the, at the end, like we were talking the other day, Richard, about like, Paul McFly's with the same gun. <laughs> like these movies are juicy <laughs> dialogue, juicy delivery. Game. Like it's like a stage play, you know, yeah. like the, the, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like you're watching hammy stage acting. It feels like you're watching actors deliver dialogue that they are giddy about delivering. You know, mm. they have thought so much about how they're going to deliver each line right down to the tone of voice and like ah, I yeah. think it, it's perfect it Rob and across. Bob do write a script that just yeah. sings like just the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, dialogue yeah. I, would, I would almost love to see Back to the Future 1 as a, as a 
piece on Broadway or something. It is. You know? yeah. Has that been done? Yeah, it has been. I, that's not a surprise. I found it just it makes sense. Yeah, that's an hour quite, ago. It is awesome. <laughs> I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, um, we're just talking about. Um, sorry to interrupt your three no, minute no, monologue. No, um, <laughs> but um, we're talking about the first time we saw the films. Well, the yeah. first time I ever saw it, uh, and I remember it was on. I think it was on TV. It was Colgate Saturday Night Feature, or whatever, mm-hmm. which we've already talked about. Um, <laughs> Um, it was yeah, Back to the Future, and my parents were like, "Richard, you're old enough to watch this film." Mm. And it wasn't like, "Oh, it's 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 not appropriate for little kids." It's like they knew I would love this film, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "You have to be, the, we don't want to show this to you when you're too young to appreciate it." <laughs> and then so they're like, and then the, this they came on, they're like, "Richard, sit down, you will love this film." Mm-hmm. And I put it on, and I, I fell in love with it completely. Yeah. And then and I so, have a for so long, <laughs> I, um, yeah. For so long, like every time we walk past um, Blockbuster, I'd be like, "Can we get Back to the Future too? Can we? Can we get yeah, it? Can yeah, we get?" And we, and we never did. And then two weeks after they played Back to the Future on on TV two or whatever, they played Back to the Future three. Weird. They never played Back to the Future two, and I was like, "Oh, I, I was like wanted to watch it, but I, was like, I haven't seen the second one, so it won't make sense." And it opened with. I'm back from the future, which like is a direct continuation of the end of the yeah, first yeah. one in a way. So, and I was like, so good. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. Are you saying that you saw Back to the Future three before you? I saw. saw I saw two? the first like two minutes of it, and I was like, No, <laughs> this doesn't make sense. What? And then so I was like, and then I was like, Great, I, turned, I turned it off, that and I had to, awesome though, and right? I had to go back and watch the second one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I and I like made my parents get it out the next day. I was like, I have to watch these other two films. Mm. <laughs> Why is he back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would posit that as a way better version of a sequel that they could have made, though. Yeah. <laughs> By just going for the end of part one and then don't pick up with future Doc and Marty. Pick up with past Doc and have future Marty just run in mm. and yeah. come off the back of an adventure. Because really, part two is all course correction on yeah. how badly but they screwed up the teaser at the end of number one. Like, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like, oh, God, how the fuck do we make a movie? Why is Jennifer with her? Everyone knows that, right? So, yeah. uh, okay, I'll very quickly recap how I first experienced the film because I think there's one nugget there that's worth hearing um, I saw number one I don't know but it must have just been at the perfect age I remember everything about seeing that film for the first time like the room we were in the configuration yeah, yeah, where yeah, the, awesome. the fire was on the TV was there it was my auntie was babysitting me, me and my brother we watched it for the first time I remember very specifically the very slow entrance with the clocks mm-hmm. which is just oh, amazing the yeah. pacing. At, at the time it was like Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know, I, I think I remember that because it was like boring. And then the film starts and you get the skateboarding and the music mm-hmm. and it was just, I was sold. An amazing experience with the first film. And then it must have been some short period after that. Uh, my dad, we were picking up firewood with, with from a friend of my dad's and dad said, oh, the boys watch Back to the Future 1 for the first time or whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, they're great, hey. And then they proceeded to tell us in broad strokes what happened in the second and third one. And as a kid, I remember thinking when they said in the third one they go back to the old like they go back to the Western times. I remember thinking, whatever, like, <laughs> you're lying. Like I can, I, I saw that they go to the future at the end of the first one. So yeah, yeah clearly the, the next one's all about the future, but the old West, no. <laughs> and then yeah, that's exactly what it is, and it works. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really 
a really cool way to look at the series because so I thought about this when I watched rewatched them for the podcast and I've got two real good theories for the first two films haven't quite worked out the third film and it's all about like the narrative style right mm. so like Back to the Future One is is a Chekhov's gun wet dream. Like, that entire movie is set up, set up, set up, set up, pay off, pay off, pay off, pay off. Like, with tiny things. You know, we, we all know. I won't go into the, mm. the trivia. Uh, Twin Pines, Mold Alone, Pines, yeah, Mold, yeah. etc. Um, and then, then, like, obviously more more heavy thing. Heavy. Huh? Um, more, more resonating, um, like, set pieces are reflected. The, the movies are, are, are set up in a reflection of everything that happens. The second one is cause and effect, right? So there's not as much set up in the second one, but it's, we've got this 10-minute mission to do. But because of the results mm. of this 10-minute mission, we've now got this 10-minute... And it's, the Back to the Future 2 is a bunch of mini-adventures, whereas the first one's like, we've got to get the clock tower to yeah. strike. Like, it's it's um, it's um a very clear story, whereas the story of... Well, the narrative of Back to the Future 2 is a bunch of mini-stories that feed into each other. Um, and the third one, I haven't quite... Um, I want to come up with because I want to do like a video series on these and try and yeah. talk about the narrative. Well, it's almost the perfect blend of the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's like, a cool that's way to put it. That's the way the third... I mean, I'm just spitballing, but yeah, yeah. like, because you, re- you have a return to the classic, you know, what is Back to the Future Part 1, but this mm-hmm. time Doc well and... They're both well and truly in for the ride together. Mm. They're both out of time. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. when I started watching Back to the Future 3 last night and it started and all I could think of was... This would have been so exciting at the time. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you. Imagine you've seen the first two you're at the cinema. You're in the eighties. You're the biggest fan of Back to the Future. The, the way the third one starts is so richly exciting. Like the tone of it. The it's howdy doody time. <laughs> and Doc wakes up. He's like howdy doody time. Like it's it's <laughs> yeah. so fun. And you can I could you could feel that rumble of like I'm watching the conclusion to yeah, Back yeah. to the Future. Yeah, well, like it's it's interesting though that like. Um, when they made the first one they weren't planning on having a sequel mm. they're like Rhodes where we were going that was a joke they're yeah, like there's yeah. no and then they, they've said um, they regret putting Jennifer in the car if they knew they were going to make yeah, a sequel yeah, they wouldn't yeah. put her in the car um, and then whereas and then the other uh, second two were filmed back to back and the, there's a lot of connection between connections yep. between the two a lot of setups for the western thing yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then um, and they, they really feel like a dull package and then I it's like because there's things like him calling being called chicken mm-hmm. that's only introduced in the second one <laughs> yeah. and it's such a huge thing yeah, and yeah. it's like that's his emotional arc over the three films even though it's not introduced yeah, in the first yeah, one yeah, yeah. and then same with needles needles, yeah, needles the they're like one. oh I oh, remember needles no because he didn't exist until now <laughs> chicken, chicken is such a big part of two and three and it sucks so badly yeah, <laughs> I hate yeah. it so much it's such a it's massive so character stupid. it's such a fundamental character flaw that like um, it's just they never it, even yeah. I, I, there's, there's a hint of it in the first one that I feel like they maybe went oh because they needed some sort of character arc for Marty yeah. and they found something that was when I was watching number one there was a moment I can't remember what it was that reminded me it was like oh maybe they took that and they're like oh we can kind of that that was a seed and we planted it and we would extrapolate that yeah. on and we'll you know make his whole thing chicken but I like weak, man. I feel it's like so I bad. feel like it's yeah. blasphemy because um so much of me wants to say these films are perfect. Yeah. But what I would say is that the first one is about a boy and his dad, I think. Yeah. I think it's about a guy who's ashamed of his father, finds out that his father is actually really similar to him and actually has you know an instrumental part in you know it's about See, acceptance would, of your lineage, I think. Yeah. At the risk of cutting you off, I would almost say it's 
if not more, as, as much about a boy and his mum because we open the film with Marty <laughs> being a, the sexual being yeah. and then the film is this shock discovery that, oh God, my mum is a sexual, was, yeah, yeah. is and was totally. as about, much yeah. of a sexual being as I was, whereas his dad's <laughs> not a sexual being at all. Like he almost can't relate to his dad. Yeah. His mum yeah. is way closer to him mm. than he even realised. On, on that subject, I'd also like to point out that uh, if I went back in time, um, and my mum was Leah Thompson. I'd probably still go. There. Yeah, like if, if AJ's mum was Leah Thompson, I would be. <laughs> yeah, I would say we, I think we'd all agree on that. <laughs> that one. we yeah. were being your mum. And, she and, was Leah and Thompson. Without, without getting creepy, this is something I never appreciated as a kid and have appreciated in the last five years. Leah Thompson is gorgeous <laughs> in yeah. Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah, in a way that in none of the films from my child, I still don't see Princess Leia as it's, sexual it's, yeah. on any. She's an level. old lady. Well, she, but, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> she's she is pretty in yeah, the first in original Star Wars, but I still don't see her in a sexual light yeah. at all. Yeah. Leah Thompson is gorgeous, <laughs> and the fifties setting it all just yeah. like. I believe the man should stand up for his girl. It's like, oh my god, Leah Thompson, I would stand up for you. <laughs> I guess I never as a kid, I never even got the. The awkward, what Marty is experiencing, he's, it's only awkward because he's attracted to yeah. her on, yeah. not even some level, but it's like kind of blatant. He's, you know, you watch it in HD and he's glancing down at her tits and mm, stuff, you know, yeah. that's, and also like, where's the franchise, where are there any franchises at the height of Back to the Future's powers that deal with things that are even close to that? Disney yeah. actually rejected the, the, the pitch because I they're like, totally I believe don't it, want yeah. to do a movie it's about an the incest guy movie. who's <laughs> yeah. incestuous with his mum. Yeah. Which I, re- I that's the one thing I remember about watching it for the first time was looking at my parents mom. and being like, does his mum like him? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and I was funny? like, what? That's so weird. But it works so well. And it's, it's well, because she's attracted to her own genes. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Really, it's such yeah. a strangely like, like, like it's such a, str- a strangely taboo subject shoved into this fun family movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, do you guys do you guys want to talk about? Um, Very quickly, you said it's almost blessed. You feel like it's blessed for me to say that there's anything wrong with the Back to the Future movies. Yeah, well, I reckon these movies are the amazing, great movies out because they work in spite of some... Yeah, yeah that's the part thing. part two. Part two works in spite of everything about it being a complete train wreck. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> so perfectly flawed. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like, like these movies... And I, I watched a, a great video that someone talked about, um, you know, you say, like, movies are so bad they're good. Can a movie be so good that it's bad? And, and he was talking about, like, you see movies that are so technically perfect in every way... Yeah. That you just can't resonate with emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, Back to the Future is human because it's yeah, flawed, right. and I can relate to it. And it's like, it's so. That's awesome. Uh, like, in, intertwined with my soul mm. because it has its own flaws, and I, I love it so much. Everything about 2015 Back to the Future Part 2 sucks. It's stupid. It's <laughs> really lame. They're like, they're just, they're, like, they've come yeah. out and they've gone, like, let's just pile on the kind of the comedy elements. Yeah. It's not clever comedy the way the first movie was it's just like it's just layers and layers of stupid like stuff and the you know the rest it. of the film kind of manages to explode out the back of that mm. and become really cool and you get but even like night alternate 1985 is really silly and really kind of Trump's hilarious America. yeah it's like it's like <laughs> well let's have Marty come back to 1985 and it's like the worst 1985 yeah, imaginable yeah, yeah. and it's it's all silly but the movie ultimately is so worth watching kind of be- almost because of how stupid it is yeah, in what's, places what's you guys least favourite part of, of any of the movies because I've got mine right uh, you know in um, Back to the Future Part 2 when um, George McFly knocks out Biff 
and that guy thinks that he took his wallet. Mm. I fucking hate that guy. Can you took his wallet? Did he take his wallet? I, I think he took his wallet. I think I, he, I took hey, his wallet. Hey, that guy, I think he took your wallet. And then, and then he looks at him real proudly. He's like, I think he took your wallet. And he looks at someone, he's like, yeah, I think he took his wallet. Such a weird watched, thing to drill down in on him. I watched Back to the Future 2 with my flatmate. When, when that guy came up, Adam was like, I love this guy. <laughs> like, like yeah. why is that in there? What? consequence does it have that this one guy thinks he took his wallet um <laughs> no my, one listens to him i think yeah there'd be i think my least favorite parts are probably the just chunks of 2015 yeah it just it, it's so weird and it's so it's so not a sequel to the first back to the future but neither is the third one in terms of tone and style well yeah but the third one i think once you get all three of them yeah. they just together become this is the back to the this future is back franchise to the future. and it always should have been this way and it should always mm. be this way and it's it's great for exactly what it is but mm-hmm. back to the future part two just isn't a sequel to back to the future part one mm. it, it might like it's the same characters and it's continuing the journey yeah, but yeah. like everything that really makes back to the future one an amazing movie isn't mm. really present in back to the future part well, two what i'll sort of not really a rebuttal because we sort yeah. of agree with each other regardless yeah. um what i would say to that though and this is still in line with like what i what my least favorite part is is i think the strongest part of back to the future 2 is that it's about a book you know what i mean like it's oh it's, yeah it's about the sports almanac it's like the, the um MacGuffin. Yeah. yeah yeah i love i love that it's got its own MacGuffin. you don't see that in the sequel lots you know it's a really cool concept yeah. that they and, explore. and it's like yeah. i remember i maybe this is something my parents told me i feel like at one point someone someone oh i know what it is when i first watched back to the future 2 i remember he walks past the gray sports almanac in the in the window and i was like what's that and my dad was like that's what the whole movie's about and it's like yeah, it's a cool sports yeah. almanac and i like you heard him yeah. Party's <laughs> over. and i like that that's not even part of the third one you know like it's yeah. this isolated thing that drives the the second film along and what i don't like about the third one um forgive me uh, back to the future god um <laughs> is that clara is that for the, yeah. for the third film <laughs> they 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 bring in this foreign element but because it's a person and because the series is so tied into characters recurring and playing as as new like there i don't yeah. think there are any characters in back to the future 2 that aren't actors except for crispin glover um and the first one but they move around that by making george mcfly dead and that's the point right yeah um and i don't like that i almost don't like that mary steenberg isn't a steenbergen steenberg virgin virgin isn't a character in the first two yeah. in any way like she's the motivator and i think that because they build the story around being recurring elements. It doesn't quite work for me. And she's yeah. kind of an annoying character. And kind yeah, of every weird, time she gets character. on the train, I'm like, don't do it! <laughs> um, Why didn't they just take her back to the future with them, though? Yeah. She was meant to be dead anyway, which yeah, would have yeah. solved all the problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. like, leaving her there was potentially they could have got to an even yeah, more fucked true. up 1985. Yeah. That's true. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they changed the, you know, that one small thing. Anyway. Yeah, you know, they, like, they changed they should have taken her back with her. She was in love with the doc and that would have worked. Because here's the thing, I quite enjoyed the love story I like the love story elements yeah Uh, it was cool to bring a you know the movies this is the power of love man the movies are all about the power Mm -hmm. of love yeah and it was cool to it was cool to finally put that just I don't know yeah I feel like this whole time I've been taking for granted all of that sports almanac concept Mm. stuff from Back to the Future Part Mm 2 just because it so is like what you and that is an amazing part that is what makes Back to the Future 2 because it's what we all would do it's such a great time travel concept to explore yeah but yeah. i feel like it's that represents the best of back to the future part two in that it's at a really cool 
you know action science fiction adventure movie yeah but it doesn't have any of the comedy and kind of heart that back to the future one has that is I what, like, for me which is what makes back to the future one yeah. one of the greatest movies i like made. the darkness with it though yeah. I, I like i like i could it's believe it yeah i like that biff could that would, would have shot george and would kill Mark, marty like i believe yeah that. I, I, it's not like an unreasonable thing. It comes back to the cartoon thing you were saying. Yeah, about exactly. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're all kind of cartoon characters. And then that Lorraine would presumably shoot Biff at some point in the future, mm. which is why he gets when he gets back to the future. Whoop whoop! Hope you guys enjoyed the that first part of our Back to the Future podcast. Um, we will be back next week, not in one fortnight. Don't worry, we'll be back next week with part two. Um, which covers uh, continue the franchise segment where the three of us um, try to uh, come up with a better way to uh, can, or better ways to continue the franchise than each other's ideas. Do you reckon it's funny if I do the thing after I do the intro? I think it's yeah. definitely like com- it's comedy. Comedy is all about repetition, yeah. so it probably works. Um, so yeah, tune in for that one. It's really funny and just like the Back to the Future trilogy, uh, the second one is my favourite.